Hot shingles, you say? All of you and your impressions. I can't. <laughs> no, they're terrible. <laughs> Do one more, Eric. I'm trying to run them through my filters. Uh, some of the stuff he'd misspeak on the subjects mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. But they're not always proper. Even though they're on Saturday Night Live, they're on commercial TV. But <laughs> <laughs> the day is mine. I'll take famous <laughs> for 200 That's famous titles. <laughs> Mr. Connery. I was going to have this be our really funny cold open until you said please. Yeah, nope. But that's how they all are. I'll take Brad's for 400 It's who reads. Well, welcome to the Cabin Podcast. That was not, if you're confused and you think Sean Connery is in here, it's not. Meet our co-host extraordinaire. Hello, Susan. It's good to be back. You're better than Trebek. You know that? Well, I will be next week, but we'll... I see you lost your mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Not usually one for mustaches, but yes. Anyway, uh, welcome again to the official podcast of Discover Wisconsin. I'm Susan Foch. That is not Sean Connery. That is. I'm Eric Paulson. (laughs) I'm a perba. And I'm Ramsey Plouts. Music Matt. Right there on the ones and twos, helping us with our uh, our special effects here today. Oh, yeah. We've already put you to work, Matt, so thank you for that. Love you. You guys, (laughs) happy holidays. I can't believe it's the week of Christmas. Does anyone have, like, special holiday plans? Any traditions that anyone does? I do. I am going to watch The Nutcracker for the very first time. Ooh. Really? Love that for you. Yeah. I've never seen it either. (laughs) No, Ram- well, now, Ramsey, you have to do it. <laughs> you and me, Ramsey. Let's go. We should, we'll have a cabin co-host movie night. Yeah. Christmas movies. Yeah. Right. That, was, that was a nickname for one of my exes. But yeah, I never saw the actual movie. <laughs> I've seen the play many a time, okay. though. When my goddaughter was oh my growing God. up, I went to see her perform in the Nutcracker all the time. It's very cool. You are on a roll today, Eric. I feel like I have to. <laughs> I'm, I'm like butter today. Oh, my God. So we were talking about SNL Celebrity Jeopardy before we started recording, and it just got out of control. I okay. uh, yeah. Snowballed. Snowballed quickly. Snowballed like What's our your... December snow. You know what? Actually, I'm going to fully cut you off of this conversation, Eric. I'll take indoor winter activities to plan for in 2023 for 600 The cabin is brought to you by <clears throat> the cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties <laughs> oh Association, <laughs> and this week we're featuring La Crosse County, the most populated county on Wisconsin's west coast, located in the heart of the Driftless area. Just a beautiful, beautiful place. The county was named for actually the game Native Americans played a lot in the area. They loved the sport of lacrosse, uh, and there's kind of that. It's a very hilly area filled with coolies and valleys. It's so gorgeous, but there's kind of a flatter area with a Black River, Lacrosse River. And Mississippi River's meet. That's, of course, where the city of La Crosse established itself. La Crosse itself, the city, is the county seat. Obviously, the largest city on the Mississippi in the state. Home to companies like Organic Valley. It's where train air conditioners started, and its division remains to this day. And, of course, it's the headquarters of Quick Trip. So, I mean, the best. More glazers are made in La Crosse County than anywhere in the world. I, think. I don't think Not anyone that. would probably fight you on that fact. <laughs> it's a fact I just made up in my head, but I think it's actually true. Long brewing so history too. in the county, too, especially in the city of La Crosse. It was home to G. Heileman Brewing since the 1850s. Long time the brewer of old style beer, which actually in the 1970s had 50% of Chicago's market. So they were making bank. Wow. 
back then. You can still get it at Wrigley Field, I believe. Uh, they painted the holding tanks to be the world's largest six-pack, six huge cans of old style. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's and, where that's at? Yep, that's where that's at. Right yeah. along okay. just south, south end of downtown. Cool little area. And today that space is City Brewery, and they still have those... Uh, those that six pack, if you will, they just repainted they different do. things at times, and they still make beer there, hard seltzers, soft drinks, all kinds of good stuff. Did you know, Eric, that they currently brew Pabst beer there now? Yes, by contract. I know Miller had been doing it, and yep. I think City's doing that right now, and that's pretty cool. They made Mike's Hard Lemonade there for years. I don't know if they still do, hmm. but yeah, it's it's amazing what comes out of that facility in Lacrosse. Now, just up is on Alaska which is not in Alaska, of course. It's here in Wisconsin, right along the river. <laughs> Lake on Alaska is a widened part of the Mississippi, partially man-made. Mm-hmm. But it, it's beautiful. At some points, it's almost four miles wide. On Alaska is known oh. as the sunfish capital of the world, curiously enough. They do like have that. For sun interesting. Fishing? Like fishing? Sunfish, huh. yeah. Sunfish capital. Oh, interesting. Big fiberglass sunfish you can check out right along Highway 35 and the Great River Road. It's beautiful driving through Lacrosse County, uh, especially not only along the river, but on those coulees and ridges inland. You go over to Middle Ridge and stuff like that. It's beautiful. And just outside of Lacrosse, the city, uh, two major things to check out on the south end of town: the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, which is beautiful, and Mount Lacrosse, which is a great ski area that was established back in the day. They have a really cool chalet, neat A-frame thing, uh, and a lot of great hills, including some really steep and high ones. So. You drive around Lacrosse wow. County, yeah. Check out all of those back roads. Check out Norskadalen, which is right near Coon Valley, which is a cool Norwegian heritage place. We've filmed there before. Okay. Uh, the Mindoro Cut, which is Long County C now, it used to be Highway 108, just north of Lacrosse. Those are areas that are geographically things that make you feel like you're out west. It's very cool. So the cabin is also presented by the WCA Group Health Trust, serving local governments and school districts. The WCA Group Health Trust partners closely with members to fulfill their employee health benefit obligations in a fiscally responsible manner. Learn more at wcaght.org. All right, it's winter. Let's go indoors. What do you say? Should we light an indoor fire? Yes, let's warm it up carefully. A little bit got on the ceiling there. Okay. Oh, well. (laughs) I can't can't handle you today. (laughs) I'm worried for how the rest of this episode is going to go. It's only like four or five days till Christmas. I know. You're getting antsy. It's fine. Shopping has been driving me nuts. (laughs) Everything like that. All good. Well, I'm excited for this episode because this came actually from a a listener review um, because I've I've asked before for listeners to put a request into one of the reviews. Of course, a five star review, not a mean review. And this actually (laughs) was one of them that I thought was it was interestingly different enough from every other winter episode we've done because this person specifically asked for us to do winter activities that could be done indoors because they they're not a big outdoor person they don't like the cold and they're like but here's the thing please don't give me a list of restaurants to go to (laughs) and i was like that is it like a restaurants and bars and i was like that's a very fair default i think that we would go to just Mm -hmm. because like that's that's indoors that's cozy it's warm so we i actually got stumped for a second because i was like oh i have to think about this list so i'm (laughs) glad that all four of us are here today uh because i think together we brainstormed some really good ideas for this person well we have a lot of you know different types of activities too which is kind of nice yeah and and, and you're you're right susan a lot of our winter themed stuff you know oh it's so cold it's snowy outside Uh, let's encourage people to go outdoors get exercise take in the fresh air Mm -hmm. you can't do that all the time and some people just don't like that and that's fine yeah 
Totally but it's fine. like, but yeah. I would definitely say I'm like, oh yeah, I would definitely give people like a list of like restaurants and bars that would be really good or cozy or something. Well, I think we're going to touch on things to do in some of those places mm-hmm. during the winter. That's a little unique. Yes. Yeah. But uh, not not give you a long list of restaurants to choose from and stuff like that. Exactly. So honestly, we came up with some really creative ideas. So if being outdoors all the time in the winter is not your thing, that is A-OK. We have you covered in this episode. Mm. Yes, indeed. So Mm -hmm. uh, you mind if I kick out a few things here? Why don't you start start? us off, Eric? Because you'll probably want to cut me off after. If, if, (laughs) If you keep up with your shenanigans, I will cut you off. Not into shenanigans, Susan. <laughs> All right. Uh, one thing I, d- I do want to do is, is give a shout out in my, my home city of Milwaukee. One of the coolest indoor things you can do in wintertime is to check out the Mitchell Park Domes. It might be one of the most underrated attractions in the city. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's mm-hmm. basically botanical and horticultural gardens in domes. It was built in the 60s. Uh, it's three large domes that are 87 feet high apiece. And the joke is... Don't cut me off here yet, Susan. But the joke is it looks like a bra factory from above. (laughs) Well, there you go. But when you go inside these, what you're going to find is uh, there's two domes that are constant and one that changes throughout the year. So there is a tropical forest dome that's warm and humid and it has all the tropical plants in it. Even a few of the like, they have a few of the things buzzing around in there. Not like mosquitoes and stuff like that, but they they immerse you in the tropics. Okay, in this particular dome, uh, and cool. it's just it's just really like you got to take your coat off mm-hmm. when you're walking around in yep. there because it's probably eighty five or ninety in there, right, Aperba? Yes, it is. And then, like you were talking about the buzzing around, they do have doves in there. So that's right. That's what they there's are. There's a little beautiful little dove crossing. It's a neat deal, and you you can really, I mean, you can't get lost too long in there, but you you really can immerse yourself in the tropics or the desert. The other dome is the desert dome, and so it's it's warm in there too, but it's super dry, and there's cacti and all kinds of other plants that would flourish in Arizona. So if you want to feel like a trip to Phoenix or maybe, you know, rural Arizona, Sonoma or something like that, you can go to the desert dome at the Mitchell Park Domes. And then the third dome during the holidays is transformed into a holiday wonderland. Model trains and lights and all kinds of cool stuff. So that's a really great getaway. And, you know, there's plenty of room to walk around amidst the three domes. And there's a little area in the middle. Uh, You could spend hours there on a cold winter day and really feel like you've taken a vacation. So I highly recommend the Mitchell Park Domes. That is a really good option. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing I'll shout out is, and I know... um, for for Dells, Ramsey, I believe you're going to take off on a few more things that to do in the Dells inside, but water parks. Wisconsin leads yeah. the nation in indoor water parks, and that's largely due to the Dells. And I won't name all the ones in the Dells because we'd be here all day, but there are water parks outside of the Dells area you can check out and access, including Lake Geneva. At Grand Geneva, they have one called Timber Ridge, which is really okay. nice. Uh, the Country Springs one is fantastic, and Waukesha. That's at the Ingleside Hotel, which used to be called the Country Springs oh, Hotel. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we take Jackson there a lot. He loves that. I have to chase him every time <laughs> down all those slides, but I get my steps in. Nice. Uh, Green Bay in the Titletown District, they have the Tundra Lodge. Okay. It's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just south of uh, Stadium View Sports Bar and all that. It's right in that district. Very easy to access. If you if you could do a Packer game and water park fun, that mm-hmm. is one complete weekend right there. Yeah. Uh, we've stayed at this place a lot, the Waters of Manaqua in Manaqua. When we film up there, we like to stay there. 
And their water park's smaller, oh, but it's it's warm and it's nice in there. It's humid. And on a cold winter yeah. day, that feels really good. Nice. Well, that's what's so wow. cool about that is it could be, you know, 20 degrees outside or 10 degrees outside and inside it's 70 and humid and there's water and it's it's really it's a nice escape from winter. It really is. That's why you need to keep your winter kind of stay in shape in the winter. <laughs> need, your, need your beach body. Uh, Warren's not only home to the largest cranberry festival around has the Three Bears Resort right along I-94. That includes a nice indoor water park. And then up in Eau Claire, they have a great water park called Chaos, which Ooh. sounds almost sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, though? Mm, Is it? Like an adrenaline water park. Exactly. A lot, of, a lot of energy in that place. So those are just some of the suggestions. But yes, an indoor water park, uh, always a great mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take a very opposite like approach from... <laughs> You're going to get artsy on us, aren't you? (laughs) Yes. Well, you know what? I think listeners just learned a fun fact about me in our bonus episode for Lake Geneva, the winter wonderland in Lake Geneva, which aired on December 1st, uh, that I was a glassblower in high school. And I actually- That is so cool. I'm a very, I don't think anyone gives, like, knows that I have that, like, secret. (laughs) If you gave me a thousand guesses, that would not have been one of them. Probably not. It's also such, like, an obscure, like, talent. (laughs) But anyway, so I'm a really big artsy person. I love museums. I love going to museums and just like I could spend hours getting lost, like walking around, especially if I have like a good cup of coffee or something. Just (laughs) leave me in there. And so there are three things in particular that are like uh, spin because spins on museums and they're really fun exhibits coming up. And I have tickets already to two of the three of these things. Uh, The third one is because you taught me about it right before this episode. Oh, these immersive experiences, (laughs) The immersive experiences. So the first one I'm really excited about is the Immersive Van Gogh exhibit, which is in Madison right now. Uh, It's being popped up in Greenway Station. I'm so excited. The pictures look bananas. I've never gone to it before. I can't wait to do it. It is like a little pricier at like $50 a ticket, uh, which is pricier. I was able to grab it on a, a Black Friday like sale on tickets. Oh, so I got them half wise. price, Ooh, nice. <laughs> which was great. Nice. So, but you have gone to this, right, Eric? The Van Gogh? Yeah. Uh, I did not. Anne okay. went and she sent I me have. so many pictures and videos. It okay. looked amazing. Aperba, how was it? It was interesting so if you are not (laughs) i'm excited and you're like it was interesting (laughs) if you're not used to slowing down and being very intentional about what you take in this will take you five minutes you walk through and you're done but truly what i advise people who are like you know young professionals on the go 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 all the time like take a minute you know unplug Prepare yourself that you're going to walk through very large space with lots of cool, like built, like stuff to look at, but really take in every little pixel of information that you're getting. Mm. I truly had to train myself to be like, oh, look how cool that is. (laughs) Because it's not obvious, but as you start to take it in, I think it gets really, really um, beautiful. Yeah, that's honestly, that's probably a good note even for me before I go. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, Aperba, because I, I heard you intentionally talk slower mm-hmm. to calm yourself down in preparation. And that's true for the, I know one of the other ones you're going to talk about as mm-hmm. well. When you go to these immersive exhibits, you got to check everything else at the door. Yeah. Yes, you Let do. Let your mind be free. Okay, so what is an immersive exhibit? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Well, uh, 
That's not okay. So I'm gonna have a perba explain it because I haven't. Yeah, I, I have my tickets and yeah. I'm excited to go, but I haven't gone yet. So a perba, <laughs> you explain an immersive exhibit. Yeah, so it is. Um, you walk in and it's a huge exhibit hall. From the floor to the ceiling, they have black curtains on which black or I f- I forget what color curtains they were. They um, project pictures of the paintings of these famous artists. So Van Gogh, Michelangelo, Monet, all of them have spectacular paintings. But when you make them like 20 times the size, it feels like you're living in that exhibit. So starry night, you almost like you're walking into a starry night. And they also give like a little bit of information about the artists themselves, like a little chronology. So it's nice to learn about the artist. But more so what they do is they sync music with the piece of art. So you'll feel like the colors and the little uh, drawings are dancing with the music. Interesting. All right. That's pretty cool. I'm so excited. The other, so there are two more that are also in Wisconsin for kind of this like winter holiday-ish season, but they all go into January, which is nice. Um, So in Green Bay, this is the other one I have tickets for, and I'm so excited to go to. So in Green Bay, there's, they did a, an exhibit for Michelangelo's The Sistine Chapel, the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Mm -hmm. So that one is really exciting, and that's in Green Bay. And then the third one you put on my list, Eric, after mm-hmm. you saw these two, and I didn't realize this was an exhibit in Milwaukee. Yeah, that one I did go to. It's actually at the convention center there. Okay. Which was an mm-hmm. interesting location for mm-hmm. it. Uh, but yeah, the the Beyond Monet exhibit uh, really takes, it's it's fairly, it, it's three rooms. Okay. One of those rooms has a sh- complete show, kind of with that art sync to music surrounding you on the walls. Although, you know, you can see up in the ceiling, there's nothing there. But the floor and all the walls surround you with Monet's paintings with quotes and music. And it does move and dance. It's pretty well, It's pretty cool. I'm so excited. Okay, well, That's now I have really to cool. go get tickets for that one just mm-hmm. so I can complete the trifecta <laughs> of these immersive art exhibits. Yeah, that, that main room, they say the show is 37 minutes. So we stayed there all of 37 and for a little while after mm-hmm. that. Oh, I believe it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you showed me the photos that you took like on your phone and mm-hmm. I, was, <laughs> I was getting engrossed in them as well. So <laughs> I can imagine. I like these immersive exhibits. So they've got Van Gogh and Michelangelo and Monet and all these classics. Are they going to do one for the artist who painted those dogs playing poker? One day, Eric. Oh, nice. I yeah. would love day. to see that. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> one, one day. One day. Anyway, you have to okay. put on a dog mask and play poker. <laughs> you know, that's how. Perfect. Get involved. That's a real immersive experience, yeah. right there. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my, my artistic uh, spin and my contribution for this episode. Ramsey, what do you got for us? <laughs> Well, so I've got a lot, and as long as we're kind of talking about the arts, I guess, kind of a subsection of that, um, go to a movie. Go to a movie theater. Support your local movie theaters. Um, In town here, we've got a a mom-and-pop-owned one. It's Merrill's Finest Theater. There's the only theater, so they get to claim that. (laughs) (laughs) But, and I don't know, today's day and age with everything streaming, everything right there, you lose so much of the immersive experience that you can get by going to a movie. Um, I saw 1917. Did you guys see that film? Oh, no. That no, was on my list, not. but I never went to go see it. Mm-mm. Okay. So I saw that at uh, one of these theaters. It was the one in Wausau, but they had it on that huge screen and they had uh, the Dolby surround sound. 
And it was such an intense experience that you can't get at home unless you've got, a, you know, thousands of dollars worth of sound equipment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get a chance to, to kind of go re-experience some of these things that you just can't do when streaming at home. So get out of the house, go support a mom and pop shop if they're there. Otherwise, just go to a regular movie theater. I think a lot of people did that with Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick, because yeah, that's what, yeah, that's yeah, what that we did. One. And it was like, oh, yeah, good to be Because I hadn't been into a theater since, like, Skyfall. Right. Well, with forever. Oh, it's, wow. it's hard oh, because we all mm-hmm. get into the idea of, like, you can watch anything on your phone. And it's, like, the idea of watching it on a right. very small handheld rectangle is yeah, very how, different. How do we go from big screens to, like, the 10-inch phones that we have? Because we're all addicts Yeah, somehow at that's point. okay. Right? <laughs> Yeah, no, that definitely, yeah. that is an immersive experience. I When you said that at first, I was like, no, that's, no. And then mm. now that I thought about it, I was like, that is versus my phone. That's a very immersive Well, experience. and especially if you go to like the IMAX theater, like oh, the yeah. in Milwaukee or something, yeah. it's, then it's crazy. Mm-hmm. When they got the heated seats and yeah. now, oh, when, nice. oh. a lot of them are, they're serving food and alcohol now. I mean, elite. I know at least the one up in Wausau does. But uh, also, the theater up by us. Mm-hmm. At minimum, though, like take that away. Just like movie theater popcorn is mm-hmm. also so different can't than any it. other pop. You can't get that like one specific nostalgic flavor. And I gotta find that supplier who does that artificial butter flavored grease because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the oil. It's, you you make it sound so delicious when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Okay, so, well. That's definitely one for me. Yeah. What's but, next? Um, I'm going to go ahead and just say it. Play trivia at your local drinking establishment. For you know nothing you about that, know. do you, Ramsey? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. I host trivia at a brewery uh, mm-hmm. at the Salmo Brewing in Merrill. Um, so, honestly, like, it's a lot of people. We have a lot of people that keep coming back regularly. There's probably between seven and ten teams um, that come back wow. regularly every single week. And it's their reason to get out of the house in the winter. Um, you know, when things start really slowing down and it gets cold and chilly and there's not a lot to do, they consistently get out every week and they meet up with friends and they, they keep their brain sharp by going through all the questions. And they have a lot of fun and it's a great social two hours. And then as soon as trivia is done, everybody packs up, gets the heck out of there. And I don't know, it's great. And so I definitely recommend you look into places in your area if they do trivia, go go do it. I do it every Thursday, Ramsey. Yeah. Where do you go, Perba? I go to Shotsky's in West Dallas. Ah. My friend Ben is the trivia master there. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of good options for that in West Dallas. And I would, uh, in a way, Ramsey, kind of piggybacking on your idea, because you say you, you host that at Sawmill Brewing, doing some brewery mm-hmm. tours. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's a popular summer yeah. activity, too, but they're open in the winter. Mm-hmm. Get in, warm yourself <laughs> yeah. up, check out some of those brews. And mm-hmm. That that makes for a very, I mean, at, very fun time. At least up by us in the Northwoods, um, the breweries get way busier in the winter versus summer. Because in the summer, everyone's going up to their uh, lakes and cabins and stuff. Mm. And in the winter, everyone slows down. And that's when they really start you know, connecting with people. And they go out and they have fun and they you know meet up with old friends kind of stuff. Very sweet. You know? Very, well, very sweet. Well, you know... Talking about the Dells, Eric, when you were mentioning all those water parks, mm-hmm. and that's such a great thing. There's there's so much more stuff to do down there in the winter than oh, just yeah. um, than just the water parks because it, it is the off season, so things are a lot slower. It's a lot easier to get in and out of things, and they they have a bunch of escape rooms down there. Um, I don't know. Have you guys ever done an escape room? Oh yeah, we I filmed have at not, one actually. No, we filmed oh, at one in Oak cool. Creek. 
City Did 13, you? which is a cool one. Yeah. But yeah, escape rooms okay, are everywhere yeah. now. You can't escape them. <laughs> uh, I've been seeing mobile escape rooms popping up. They have these giant enclosed trailers and they can oh. come up to your venue and they have a little escape room. And it's pretty cool. But there's also in the Dells, there's the Crystal Grand Music Theater. Oh, yeah. And I don't know much about that. I met Cheech and Chong there. <laughs> oh, nice. You say what? I met Cheech and really? Chong there. Wow. And you remember it? Most of it. The pictures reminded me. <laughs> Most of it. I remember eating several pizzas afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I knew I was worried about you in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But that's another thing, uh, music theaters and and um, doing plays and that kind of stuff. Wausau's got a really great one, the Grand uh, Theater. Oh, yeah. Um, the, and I'm, you guys just talked about that in the um, Marathon County uh, episode that you did. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Uniquely Wisconsin, um, yes. Yep, for Uniquely mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Um, go to these music theaters. They, they constantly are bringing in new acts and they're bringing in all these different shows and plays and stuff. And it's such a, a good thing to do in the winter. I think. And if you want things a little bit more kind of upbeat, a little more adrenaline, um, you guys ever been to a trampoline park? Here's the thing. The, ans- the answer is no, because I get really bad headaches. <laughs> but oh, the okay. answer is also every time I drive by one, I will like look at Casey and I'm like, we should go do that one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of them yeah. are for kids, though. Okay, but whatever. Oh, no, there's a lot of them that are for adults yeah. and, you know. There are. Um, they got sections that are for more, you know, advanced things, but they're all over the place. If you just look up trampoline parks in Wisconsin, I mean, I, I found Milwaukee, Madison, Waukesha, Appleton, Green Bay, Rothschild. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. the one in Rothschild just outside Wausau, we actually went to after a Discover Wisconsin shoot. Oh, not that nice. long ago. And that one's more designed for the kids. The grown-ups can hang out and have beer and wine and watch yeah. and, and mm-hmm. shoot some hoops on the things, but the actual jumpy things are more for the kids. Uh, but boy, mm-hmm. Jackson went to it, and he just had a blast. He would have a blast, yeah. We, we yeah. liked the massage chairs there. We spent a lot of time <laughs> awesome. in those. But oh, yeah, okay. Those, and the, the nice part is trampoline parks and places like that, they're big open spaces. So even mm-hmm. though you're indoors, you can kind of move around a bit. Got it. You know, yep. th- that's what's kind of nice about those places. Okay. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. And also, if it's, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like every time, though, I, I will drive by like a trampoline park. And again, I'll make that comment. I always feel like they're right next to laser tag. <laughs> they do oh. match up together nicely. And if anyone is also a fan of How I Met Your Mother, then it's like we could make <laughs> so many laser tag jokes right now. But that's also something so I, I look at it and I always am just like, that would be like a really cool date night. Just be like a total kid again and just, yeah, honestly. Oh, yeah. And, or if you like double like dutied both of them and just had like a full like, I don't know, act like a kid kind of date night and you went from a trampoline <laughs> park to laser tag. <laughs> well, yeah. And um, like up in Wassa, they got the Wassa on the water. It's a whole arcade um, yeah. next to an arc, uh, next to a laser tag thing. It's all in the same building. So you can go get a drink, come out, play you know, whack-a-mole or whatever, ski ball, and then go and do laser tag. And yeah, definitely a good, like you said, a good date night. Actually, okay, I'm going to just piggyback off of that real quick to say, I know in Oshkosh, there's also a really good, like, adults arcade thing. It's called the Mineshaft. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. huge. Well, there's two of them. There's, and it's huge. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then also in Madison, there's also an arcade bar, right? 
There is, and its name escapes me right now. I think it's like IO Arcade Bar. Okay. And it's, I don't remember uh, where it is. But... Well, there's a couple of others too. Menominee Falls, there's okay. one called Garcade and things like that. Uh, but the Mineshaft, you know, there's mm-hmm. one in Hartford that oh, was the okay. original. That was Wisconsin's largest restaurant. Oh, And okay. the upper level is all video games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the new Mineshaft is now Wisconsin's largest restaurant, and that's right at Oshkosh. Yep. We, yeah, we went there not too long ago and I was like, this place just never ends. (laughs) Did you play the world's largest claw machine? I think he did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) I also kicked his butt in whack-a-mole, so, you know, (laughs) I toot my own horn right there. Anyway, uh, I went off on a tangent there, Ramsey, back to you. (laughs) No, no, that's fine. But hey, uh, you know, as long as we're talking about great date nights, um, Wisconsin has such a artisan background right like there, there's all these people that make all these different things go take a class you know go go to a cooking class uh glass blowing susan you can teach that yeah, yeah. oh i don't oh no i'm not i'm not up <laughs> no, on it right. enough to teach it but <laughs> right. but i would take it again but, just uh, for fun go take up pottery painting dancing um all these different places have things and like uh how to make cocktails or mocktails mm-hmm. um 45th Parallel Distillery over in New mm. Richmond. They they host all these different classes in their event centers. You can go learn how to make cocktails. They did a charcuterie board uh, night where they brought somebody in and taught you how to make charcuterie boards and present them in, you know, in a nice looking way, appetizing looking way. <laughs> um, but they're they're all over the place. Just all you gotta do is look it up and go take a class. They're relatively cheap and they're fun to do. Yeah, learn something new. That's a great recommendation ramsey i like that yeah it enriches you as you yeah hover inside absolutely perfect (laughs) Aperba, what's on your list my list is very local but it's just an example of what you could do in your neighborhood so um these are all the things that i indulged in the last few years that i've been in milwaukee so um Go sake tasting. So there is a local bar here, the Skyline Bar, that um, is all about sake and Japanese culture. So they teach you how to um, look at sake and how do you, you know, the texture, the volume, all of that good stuff. And how do you taste sake? What do you eat next? Like, you know, with sake, all of that good stuff. So if you have unique beverage tasting opportunities in your locality that is what i'm going for um other than doing tastings uh, go to a museum like um ramsey was saying in milwaukee we have a very unique one and uh shout out to chelsea the wisconsinista who pointed this out to me the national bobblehead museum is in milwaukee so oh, yeah. that is such a fun little museum have you been to that one Eric? Yeah, it's awesome. It's right above Stacked Burger Bar, which we filmed mm-hmm. at. Yes. Uh, it's mm-hmm. And it's basically, it's just south of the Third Ward in Walker's Point, right by Broken Bat Brewing Company, mm. which mm-hmm. it fits. They yes. have a ton of bobbleheads inside Broken Bat right there. Okay. But yeah, you go up to the top there and it's it's an incredible collection. Mm-hmm. I actually, I saw the same Instagram reel that you did, Aperba, and I was like, oh, we should add that to the, to the episode. <laughs> Yeah, so totally. A, a lot of a lot of museums you can't touch things. Please tell me with the Bobblehead Museum you can touch them. I don't like, think so though. Most I of them you cannot. Some of well, them you can't. No. Yeah. It's hard not to, but they can't have everybody smacking the heads of these things. That's fair, but that <laughs> is okay, disappointing. That's fair, but 
Yeah, I want to bobble some heads in the National Bobblehead Museum. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of smacking things, uh, roller derby. So we'll look for your local roller derby uh, teams. So in Milwaukee, we have the Brew City Bruisers, and they do a ton of games in the winter. So definitely check them out. Yeah, I was That's curious a- where you were going with the uh, speaking of smacking. Actually, okay, but that gave me another idea because uh, I do know a couple who does this quite frequently, but um, axe throwing is still a really big oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that had huge lately. Super, yeah, super popular thing to do. And I know that there's a great one in Appleton. Uh, not quite sure yep. off the top mm-hmm. of my head because this was an off the top of my head yeah. idea, but axe throwing is also something if we're talking about just getting out some anger there's, and aggression. <laughs> there's at least one in Madison. There's one in Stevens Point. There's one in Wausau. I mean, they're, and I've been to all of those. Um, but they're, they're great. That's such a great thing to do, too. I'm glad you brought that up. What is it like throwing axes outside versus inside? You throw axes outside, too. Like, you are a actual <laughs> North <laughs> Woods lumberjack. So how, uh, do, how does it far, feel? But... <laughs> how does it feel to you throwing axes inside versus outside? Which one do you prefer? Uh, throwing axes inside is a lot easier because if you miss, it's not a tree and you got to go walk 30 <laughs> feet to go get it. Um, yeah. It's usually right there. So yeah, inside that's a fair is nice. Point. Yeah. That's... And it's, you know, usually if you're throwing axes outside and you're drinking, it's a lot more dangerous. But when you're doing <laughs> it inside and you're drinking, at least there's somebody else there, you know, so. Yeah, we wouldn't yeah. Well, recommend there, there's, the there's drinking walls on either part side. before yeah. you do this activity. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of them, they serve alcohol and you just sign a waiver that says if you are stupid, it's not their fault. Okay, but if you're you know? also in the woods by yourself, I'm just, you know, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> there's no waiver to sign out there. <laughs> That's my thing. We're just, let's not promote that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we won't condone, we won't condone outside drinking it and Throwing axes. Correct. Keep it inside. Keep it inside. (laughs) Anyway, next on the list, friends. (laughs) Yeah. um, Just like Ramsey said, go support your local movie theaters. I say go support your local artists. So uh, Milwaukee has the Milwaukee Theater District. That includes Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra, the ballet, the rep. So definitely go watch a show. I recently went and watched a... Um, nativity themed rep show and that was hilarious like every single part of it was just challenging me to think of Christmas in a different way and um, it was really fun so definitely a great thing to do indoors this winter yeah Yeah. I like that yeah what's the the big theater in uh, Appleton the Fox oh yeah the PAC yeah I think Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Performing Arts Center. Oh yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. A, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Um, oh, I that's saw the a great, great Gatsby one. there several years ago, and I think it was right around January too. Um, Ooh, definitely a good thing. I remember in January one year I got to go see because um, I'm also an Irish dancer, so I got to go see Riverdance was on tour, and so I did that at the PAC. Glow glass mm-hmm. and you Irish dance. <laughs> I, t- I have many weird <laughs> hidden talents, friends. All right. <laughs> That would be fun to make see pizza. you with that curly wig on and all that stuff. <laughs> well, I have naturally curly hair, so that's not a stretch. <laughs> There's no wig. Anyway, okay. Awesome. Um, what else we got, friends? Um, lastly, I had a few. I, I can like rapid fire. So um, we had our holiday lights episode. Um, 
and harking back to that, the Pabst Mansion does mansion tours that also has really cool Christmas and holiday decorations. So it's really nice and warm to go see. It's like walking into a Hallmark movie. So definitely check your local um, historical societies or mansions out because they might have tours. Uh, do indoor ice skating. So mm-hmm. Petit in West Dallas has indoor ice skating. Super fun and um, really for all ages. So you don't have to be just a kid or an adult to go ice skate. It's really nice and safe. You can do that there. Yeah, There's the also indoor cool. soccer. Yeah, the Petit is. really so an official U.S. They, Olympic training facility. I mean, yeah. it's big time. Yeah. Yep, it is. Um, and then lastly, we also have um, indoor soccer. And if you have an opportunity to join a cribbage league, like that is where it's at this winter <laughs> because that is where it gets so competitive. And especially if it's at your local brewery, like <laughs> that is the right mix of things where you're trying to make sure that somebody's not cheating and, you know, you're drinking a lot of beer. So, Yeah. That's a Wisconsin combo. <laughs> <laughs> there are oh, cribbage leagues golly. up in my neck of the woods here. That's a thing. I love that. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. And loves cribbage because she beats me every freaking time. I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Well, I think that was a pretty uh, comprehensive. Li- Honestly, these gave me some really great ideas of like different indoor activities to do in the winter, so I don't become a full shut-in. <laughs> well, it's stuff you. It's stuff we all kind of know a little bit, but mm-hmm. you need the reminders that right. they exist. Mm-hmm. Right. For it's, sure. It's easy well, to it, forget about it. Yeah. And in the winter, it's very important to be getting outside. I mean, even for your mental health, because. It's so easy when the sun goes down at four o'clock and it's dark. There, you know, there's mm-hmm. less light than there is darkness. It's so easy to True. get into seasonal depression. So, mm-hmm. getting outside, being active, getting outside to go inside, you know, um, just be active, get out and do things. It's yep, yeah, it's gonna absolutely. be a lot better for you. Makes winter pass faster. I can tell you that. That too. That yeah. too. You know, we're just all counting down the days until we get to uh, our seven o'clock sunset. We're about to have longer. We're about to have longer days. Well, oh yes, because isn't tomorrow? Tomorrow is is yes. So it's it's starting already. You guys, perfect. Do you guys do anything for the winter solstice? I celebrate the fact that it means longer days are coming. (laughs) Okay, so during COVID, um, the English Heritage Center uh, started live streaming uh, Stonehenge during oh, the winter wow. solstice so so you can pull it up and you got to stay up late but i mean i work nights i'm late up late anyways but like i put out a whole little charcuterie i got some mead and we watched uh stonehenge we watched the sunrise for the winter solstice that's so actually that really cool, cool. i like that a lot yeah, yeah i like that a lot that's so awesome we do um candlelight hikes on winter solstice so our local um nature center they put it up and that's that's really fun to do that's cool yeah you guys are making me think about winter solstice a lot differently (laughs) 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 now that you do fun stuff okay i'm gonna have to Mm -hmm. come up with something and get back to you guys Mm, it's good Mm -hmm. to commemorate be optimistic with so yeah i love it Mm -hmm. so you know susan uh not to go old school on you but about uh, 30 minutes ago i mentioned that the cabin is brought to you by the wisconsin counties association you did. You did yes. mention this. Yes. I believe we have their head to talk with now. We do. Once again, we are about to be joined by their top dog, Mark O'Connell, to talk to us about some of the projects and initiatives that the Wisconsin Counties Association is up to. So should we quickly hop over and do a conversation with Mark? Yeah, let's see what's up with him. 
We are joined again today with Mark O'Connell from the Wisconsin Counties Association. And, you know, it's December. We are rounding out 2021. I think everyone is excited to head into 2022. Um, so on that note, what is one big change that you would really like to see for Wisconsin in the future? That is a good question because here we are, December uh, 2021, looking at 2022 just around the corner. Uh, thankfully, at this particular point in time, the pandemic is now in our rear view mirror. We have we have come a long way in the past, well, you know, say six, seven months or so, but we have a long way to go. Uh, the pandemic really hit us hard in Wisconsin. Uh, I would say in, in some respects, harder than some other parts of the country. And yet, the people of Wisconsin are so incredibly resilient. What am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to great things from the state of Wisconsin, for our economy, from the citizens of our state in 2022 and beyond. Are we all the way back to, to pre-pandemic stage at this point in time? No, we are not. Are we going to get there? We absolutely will. Why? Because of the people of this state. And I would suggest the people that listen to the Cabin Podcast. Why? <laughs> because you care. If you're listening to the Cabin Podcast, you're a caring person. Uh, you're interested in the opportunities that that exist in our state, how to take advantage of them, how to, I guess, how to make our state better. And that's that really gives me tremendous hope. That's, that's a fantastic point because, yes, we have some amazing and caring listeners here at the Cabin Podcast. So thank you so much, Mark, uh, for coming on, for being a large part of Discover Wisconsin and the Cabin Podcast. Uh, we're really grateful to have you, especially as we head into 2022. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. Wow, that was an interesting interview. I learned so much, Susan. Oh, thank you. I always learn a lot when I sit down with Mark O'Connell. There's a lot at the county level to know about, you know? Exactly, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I feel like everyone who's listening to this episode really needs to know this because I've said this before and I'll say it again. You can get 15% off the entire website, shop.discoverwisconsin.com with the code CABIN. So when you are out there doing indoor things, you can rep the cabin podcast. You can wear a t-shirt, grab the mug, put a decal on a water bottle and strut out in style this winter. Strutting is required in a cabin shirt. Oh, always. But always. I got to say with that, that mug, like indoor activities, you know, cuddle up with a book, cup of tea and that nice thick mug. Can't beat yes. that. Can't be beat. <laughs> All right, just go to shop.discoverwisconsin.com. We need the money. So, Susan, <laughs> where's our review of the week? Once again, love that button. Thank you, Matt. I love it. <laughs> this, Say it like that once, and then... It, yeah. And it was perfect, and Matt capitalized on the opportunity. <laughs> the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this one it comes from Apple Podcasts, which is pretty much the only place you can leave a review of the others you can just leave us some some really nice five stars it's from ranger valerie and it says never ending bucket list the cabin has a great variety of topics that covers all corners of wisconsin an entertaining podcast that will have you adding new places and events to your bucket list after every episode and hopefully i'm really hopeful that people have a new indoor winter bucket list yeah after yeah. this got a couple months mm -hmm. left you oh, know? Yeah, yeah absolutely uh and then she goes on to say i would love to hear an episode on the I'm going to screw up how to say this all of a sudden. Shawamigan. Shawamigan? Wait, wait, you go, wait, you both said it different. Shawamigan. Yep. It, I looked this up with native 
pronunciation, it's Shaquamagon. At least they pronounced the Q. Oh, they were ripping on me for pronouncing the Q when I first did it. Oh, well, then who knows? Well, all three of you went to a different one. So I'm just going to (laughs) say that Nicolay National Forest and on one of the properties managed by the National Park Service in the state is the Apostle Islands, the Ice Age Trail, the North Country Trail and the St. Croix River, which honestly, I feel like so many of those are up in your neck of the woods, Ramsey. Oh, I'm all for that. I've camped in uh, that forest and Mm -hmm. I've gone, I've camped on the North Country Trail. I've hiked sections of it. I'm all for doing that one. So Ranger Valerie, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) See, and this is, I I said it, you know, this episode that we did here today came from a review that Mm -hmm. requested this. You know what? We're going to make sure with Ramsey that one is on the docket. In the future. I'm all for that one. I love it. <laughs> well, and speaking of new topics, join us next week when we do something we haven't done before. I am so excited, Eric. The challenges will be ours. Wisconsin Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring Rick Rose, former Discover Wisconsin host, mm-hmm. and Josh Osterman, Yay. who is the guy who could tell you more about pizza than anybody else <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> uh, we're going to come in, and Susan, I believe you're crafting questions for us. I made a very difficult Jeopardy game for you, because here's the thing. It's it's a lot of Wisconsin trivia, but I wanted to make sure it was something that people... I wanted to stump you, Eric. That was My only goal was to stump you. Can't wait for the challenge, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. I love it. As a trivia guy, I can't wait to hear this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And as we get ready to wind things down, a message here from the All of Us Research Program, Insulin, Penicillin, the Heart Transplant. All of these medical breakthroughs were thanks to research. Research made possible with the help of volunteers. And that's where you come in. The All of Us Research Program is asking for people from across the U.S. to share their unique health information. Because the more data researchers have, the faster they can find the next health breakthrough. But there can be no breakthroughs without research. And there's no research without you. Details at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by Eric Paulson, Ramsey Plouffe, Superbit Banerjee, and me, Susan Foch, produced by me with audio engineering by Matt Renta and video teasers by Logan Ingram with social media by me and Adeline Sabanak. The, cob- the Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave us that five-star review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. With Lake Michigan to the east, Lake Superior to the north, and the Mississippi River to the west, Wisconsin is a central state surrounded by water. For this reason, it's an important, lesser-known hub for commercial waterways. To help cities and companies build upon and improve their port infrastructure, the Wisconsin Department of Transportation offers something called the Harbor Assistance Program. The Harbor Assistance Grant Program in the state of Wisconsin is a grant program that has been in the state since 1978. We get applications every year um, to help harbors for different things like dock wall repair, sometimes as small as replacing a bollard, and dredging is another big one. Um, Any really type of infrastructure improvement to help the commercial aspect of the port for passengers and freight. There are 29 commercial harbors and ports in the state of Wisconsin that ship a vast variety of commodities, including agricultural supplies, iron ore, and salt. Wisconsin also has a robust shipbuilding industry and several passenger vessels that keep harbors busy. We've had a lot of really interesting and varied grants recently. Um, One of the big ones that we just recently awarded was up in Marinette 
for Fink and Terry Shipbuilders. They won a big award for the Department of Defense to build their Navy ships, and um, we, we helped provide the infrastructure so that they could win that contract. We've also um, were able to help re-establish uh, crane building in Manitowoc, which was very exciting. The vast variety and diversity of things that we ship and the amount of people and commodities and freight that comes in and out of Wisconsin every day. It really is, it's really a great resource. We're very lucky and I'm very glad that, you know, the Department of Transportation helps uh, support that with our Harbors Assistance Program. And now you know your Wisconsin.